Welcome to today's podcast, Effects of Estrogen Deficiency on Sexual Life. This episode is part of a podcast series supported by Abbott. The content is solely the responsibility of EMAS, the European Menopause and Andropause Society. All our episodes are available in English, Spanish, Mandarin, and Russian, and you can find them on any of the most popular podcast platforms. In today's episode, Dr. Rosella Napi, gynecologist and professor at the University of Pavia, IRCCS, San Matteo Foundation Hospital, Pavia, Italy, will help us understand the effect of estrogen deficiency on sexual health, as well as the importance of treating vulvovaginal atrophy or genitourinary syndrome of menopause with local estrogen therapies. Hello, I'm Professor Nappi uh, from the University of Pavia, Italy. And it's my pleasure today to talk uh, to you about the effects of estrogen deficiency on sexual life. Estrogens play a pivotal role in several areas of women's health and profoundly affect urogenital and sexual health. Vulvovaginal atrophy, the so-called VVA, is part of the genitourinary syndrome of menopause that we now name with an acronym GSM. VVA GSM, they are almost due to the decline of estrogen production by the ovaries. It's very relevant to consider the effect of estrogen within the central nervous system and at the peripheral levels of the genitals in order to understand their role on sexual life. What happens in the central nervous system? Estrogens target brain areas critical to emotional and cognitive well-being and sexual symptoms are likely to be the result of the domino effect of menopausal complaints. It is very important to know that most of the neurotransmitters and neuromodulators contributing to the mental component of sexual response are involved in other central nervous system adjustments influencing also mood and behavioral responses to menopause. But what happens in the genitals? Estrogens target peripheral tissues to translate sexual cues into physical arousal. Estrogens are also vital for the functional anatomy of urogenital tissues, favoring congestion and lubrication with arousal and preventing signs and symptoms of a VVA. You remember recently renamed GSM. And this included not only the effect of estrogen deficiency, but also the effect of aging and androgen deprivation. The crucial role of estrogen, however, is demonstrated by the fact that local estrogen therapy is the mainstay of treatment for vaginal dryness, dyspareunia, and other GSM associated urogenital symptoms. This is because it may reverse some pathophysiological mechanism of this common chronic clinical condition. 
When non-hormonal, over-the-counter symptomatic relief products fail and no other menopausal symptoms are present, expert recommendations indicate the use of local estrogen therapy with level A evidence. Also, we have to keep in mind that systematic, uh, sorry, systemic menopause hormone therapy improves symptoms of GSM in most menopausal women. However, its risk-benefit profile is acceptable for this purpose when other indications, mainly vasomotor symptoms or prevention of osteoporotic fractures, represent the main reason for prescription. Combination of menopause hormone therapy and local therapy may be required initially for women with severe symptomatology. A subset of patients that is breast cancer survivor, for example, display contraindication to menopause hormone therapy and treatment of GSM may remain an unmet need unless local estrogen therapy is prescribed with an individualized approach. Local estrogen therapy includes a range of vaginal estrogen products approved with indication to treat symptomatic VVA. Subjective rating scales of the most bothersome symptoms, dryness, soreness, irritation, pain with intricacies, bleeding after intricacies, and objective measures including vaginal pH and vaginal cytology are useful tools to evaluate response to local estrogen therapy. They exert a traffic effect, very evident on the vaginal epithelium and blood flow, but we have to consider the distribution of estrogen receptor is also present at lower urinary tract level and also in the vulvar area. Availability of specific vaginal products varies worldwide, include many formulations, tablets, rings, capsules, pessaries, creams, gels and ovules, and also many molecules, estradiol, estriol, promestrian, conjugated equine estrogen, and even estrone. And they have been tested over time. More or less, they are equally effective. At present, low-dose and ultra-low-dose local estrogen therapy is the first choice in order to minimize systemic absorption. Different formulations are typically used daily for two weeks, followed by twice per week administration. The ring, for example, is replaced every 90 days. Estrogenic absorption is dose dependent. And also it's very important to remember that positioning in the vagina as well as the thickness of the epithelium may influence systemic exposure, especially in the first 12 weeks of treatment. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, it's important to mention that early local estrogen therapy use alone or combined with menopause hormone therapy in postmenopausal women with IGSM symptom severity is of paramount importance in the management of urogenital aging in order to improve quality of life and sexual well-being. And it's mandatory, in my view, to investigate nowadays a specific effect of different products on quality of life, sexual function, and genitourinary condition, conducting studies with a patient-tailored focus.
Today, Dr. Rosella Napi discussed the effect of estrogen deficiency on sexual life, as well as the importance of treating vulvovaginal atrophy or genitourinary syndrome of menopause with local estrogen therapies. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope it will be valuable for your clinical and research practice. Stay safe.